Here we go. Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Mackenzie and Justine on Midtown Radio KW. the dog friendly kw podcast with justine and mckenzie and today we are talking about lesser known items um, in your home and in your community that might be harmful to your dog so with lockdown we're spending a lot more time in our homes and we hope today's episode will help you keep your pups safe indoors and outdoors so let's do it let's go and it is getting harder to see your face. All right, welcome to the Dog Friendly KW podcast with your host Justine McKenzie on Midtown Radio KW. All right, so we are talking about things that might be harmful for your dog. So let's dive right in. Yeah, let's start with a big one. Let's talk about food. So we know there are many human foods um, that can be harmful to our pups. Uh, Let's just quickly name through a few. We've got, let's see, dark chocolate, caffeine. Okay, I have a funny story after about that. Yes. Is it funny? I don't know if it's funny. It's not funny. I'll, I'll follow up with that. Um, okay. Also, macadamia nuts. Yeah. Didn't, didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, we've got grapes. Um, that's a big one for Justine and I because we love our vineyards. We love <laughs> wine. I remember last year when we were walking up and down the vineyards at 13th Street with the dogs. And Marshall was like a tiny puppy. And I remember looking down and being like, oh, what's Marshall eating? And of course, he was eating grapes that I dropped from the vines. And it was like, God, don't eat that. Yeah, that's a a big one. Um, Avocado is another. And I think they mean all parts of the avocado, not just like the flesh. I'm honestly, I feel like, and I'm going to probably spew some misinformation right now, but I do feel like it was a specific part of the avocado. And I don't remember We'll do a quick Google and find out. Um, yeah, but I would just stay away from avocado. Um, the other big ones in terms of food that you're likely to have around your house would be onion, garlic, and leeks. Um, I think especially if they're raw, it's yes. worse. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Ken's, you were going to tell us a story. Oh, about the dark chocolate and caffeine? Mm-hmm. Okay, so... This is, I'm admitting this as a, as a dog owner who is flawed. So uh, Justine and I and a couple of girlfriends, we had, an, uh, vi- um, we had an online wine night and that included tastings of different wines, including food pairings that Justine so graciously made for us and it was delicious. Anyway, the last pairing was, uh, what was it? An ice wine with dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Dark chocolate mint dark chocolate but then there were also chocolate covered dark chocolate covered coffee beans from farm boy 
which were expensive. <laughs> uh-huh. So anyway, I this was my first time trying dark chocolate covered coffee beans and I realized I don't really like them. So me being the dummy I was, I just left them um, on a on a ledge. I did not think my dog could reach it. And um, the next morning I am woken up to my husband panicking because sure enough, Willa had gotten into a couple of the dark chocolate covered coffee beans and we were panicking. So we took her over to uh, the VEC or EVC, my bad. EVC. Um, Right away, they had to induce vomiting. It was very scary. Do not recommend. (laughs) So uh, thankfully, we reacted quickly and were able to get her fixed up. Uh, She was a bit groggy for about an hour or two, but was back to her normal self after that. But yeah, dark chocolate, caffeine, small dog, don't mix. And if this this happens to you, like obviously it feels so awful as a dog owner um, when these things happen to our dogs, but I bet you most dog owners have a story of their dog eating something they shouldn't accidents happen don't beat yourself up over it Um, yeah this was this was like two weeks ago and I always pride myself in being a good careful dog owner but you know what stuff happens and I'm I shared it on my um, dog's Instagram I wasn't ashamed by it I was a little bit at first and I'm like you know what no maybe somebody else can learn from this so yeah it was very scary do not recommend um One other one I just want to quickly talk about is cooked bones versus raw bones. Mm. So I do feed my dogs raw. They eat uh, pre-ground raw, but I also top every meal, every dinner with a uh, chicken wing. So a raw chicken wing. And I get a lot of comments either on um, Facebook or on my dog's Instagram of why are you feeding your dogs bones? They're so bad for your dogs. You can't feed your dog bones. Actually, cooked bones are bad. Cooked bones splinter. Raw bones do not. Raw mm-hmm. bones are excellent for your dog's teeth. That's like raw um, beef bone marrow if you've got a larger dog. Mine do well on smaller. Uh, small por- poultry bones do really, really well for cleaning teeth. So i.e. chicken necks, mm. uh, turkey wings, chicken wings, blah, blah, blah. They all are really, really good for cleaning teeth. So just something I thought because, yeah, when we were doing this um, – we saw cooked bones on the list a few times and uh, raw bones. Okay. Cooked bones, definitely not. Okay. Okay. And I added another thing to the list cans throughout the week um, because at a, I remembered something that had happened in my past, but I also saw a post on Facebook that this was something that happened recently. And it made me so sad because I think a lot of dog owners don't think about this, um, but chip bags are incredibly dangerous to dogs. Um, so I, my old dog, her mom, when she was a puppy, um, actually died because she got her head stuck in a chip bag. She suffocated because obviously they want to lick all the, the flavors and the crumbs out of it. And then what happens is the chip bag gets stuck on their head, which is mortifying. Um, so I actually saw a post recently from a local dog rescue that they had, a, not a local, I think they're in Barry, but they had had like one of their rescues um, had passed because they got into a chip bag and it can happen so easily. So keep those out of reach to your dog. Um, it's so easy to be like eating your chips at night and especially if you don't crate your dog 
And if you, you know, you leave your chip bag out because you're a human, um, your dog can get into it. So that's like a really, really big one. Yeah. I've heard of that a few times. And um, even some people think it's funny on a couple of dog groups I'm in, they'll post, ah, my dog is head is stuck in the chip bag. It's like, I don't know. That's not funny to me. Just through Justine's experience, I was there for that too. So anyway, (laughs) on to other things. Let's talk about... I want to talk about xylitol, just like food, but like a very specific ingredient. So xylitol is very harmful to your dog in even small amounts. And it can be found in things such as candy or gum, um, but even sometimes in peanut butter. I haven't come across a brand that does have it yet, but I have heard that some do. So if you give your dog peanut butter, give them the all natural stuff. It's the just peanuts, 100% peanut stuff just to avoid that because it can be incredibly toxic. Yep, definitely. That one is uh, that one is hidden too. So mm, definitely. All right. I think we have two more categories we want to talk about before we go to a break. Yeah. The next one is um, around all the time everywhere. That's hand sanitizer. So thanks a lot, COVID. Um, but now all of our hands are clean thanks to hand sanitizer. But What can actually happen if our dog ingests hand sanitizer? So because it's made of alcohol, my understanding um, is that because it has, it's ethanol or isopropanol and it can give dogs alcohol poisoning. So I don't think from licking their hand, your hands that could happen, but I think if they got into like a bottle that was in your purse, um, it's definitely poisonous and it's just something you should keep out of reach. Yeah. And just quickly on that, there is a common misconception that um, hand sanitizer contains the same ingredients as antifreeze. That is not true. It is the alcohol. However, that can be bad to our pups. We can hear your dogs losing it. Oh, that's Willa's. What is she doing? She's downstairs barking at something. (laughs) Who knows? Uh, Okay, a couple more things. And I feel like these things go without saying, but like keep these in a secure place, chemicals, cleaning supplies, pharmaceuticals. So I'm thinking like Tylenol, Advil, aspirin, all very, very dangerous for your dog. Um, So keep all of those things, you know, tucked away in a cabinet where your dog can't get at them because they can definitely be super harmful. Yeah, I think that goes without saying all of those things. So watch out. But we are going to take a short break and we'll come back to discuss some more specific household uh, indoor and outdoor items and to be mindful to keep your dog safe. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. What time is it? It is time for our Celebrity Papa of the Week. Celebrity Papa of the Week. Woof, woof, woof. 
All right, Mackenzie, you must be so excited about this week's Celebrity Pop of the Week because I think yeah. you're very, I think you're personally fond of this pup. So why don't you share with everybody who our Celeb Pup of the Week is? So this week we have a big handsome boy whose name is my friend Zeus. Yay! So <laughs> at my friend Zeus, Z-E-U-S. Yes. And Zeus is a very handsome guy. And Kenzel, why don't you tell us a little bit about Zeus? Because you know him. Yes. So Zeus is our buddy. Um, Willa and Aladar love to go on walks with their big buddy, Zeus, who takes care of them while we are walking through Snyder's Flats. <laughs> he's a Doberman. Um, he is a big boy. I don't know. I'm guessing he's like 90 pounds. Um, he's so sweet and he looks intimidating, but guys, he is the sweetest boy that ever was. Oh, uh, his Instagram page. I highly recommend you go check it out again. It's at my friend Zeus. Um, his mom takes the most beautiful pictures of him. She's super talented. Uh, she is an ambassador for so many, um, different awesome like companies that are local. And she also, um, just has the coolest gear for him. Like his collars are always like so awesome. <laughs> All right, well, there you have it. Our celebrity pup of the week, my friend Zeus. Go follow him on Instagram. Welcome back to the Dog Friendly KW podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. And today we are talking about things you may not know um, can be harmful to your dog. So we're going to dive back in um, for a few things that we think you definitely need to know about. So Ken, so what is the first one on our list? So the first one um, is uh, gaining popularity for many reasons. It's uh, cannabis. So cannabis is now obviously available to everybody um, in Canada. I had to think about that. Yes, it is. It <laughs> is legal. Like, on, Ontario, Canada. <laughs> it's legal I, across Canada. <laughs> yeah. So it's now becoming more and more available to those even who weren't using cannabis products before. Yep. Um, but yeah, it is can be extremely harmful for our dogs. And Justine, I think you have a little story to tell I us. I do. And I... I honestly, from what I've read, and again, I'm not a veterinarian, I don't think cannabis is overly um, harmful to dogs. Um, it definitely alters their state, but I don't think, like, I think they would have to have a really, really high dose for it to, like, actually harm them and they would need to go to the vet. Um, but I actually had an experience recently where I thought something was severely wrong with my dog. I was on a walk with him and he basically lost all control of the back half of his body. He was like stumbling everywhere. He was wobbly. So I ended up calling the emergency vet and the, the lady said, oh, well, ma'am, is there a chance your dog has consumed any cannabis products? I was like, well, hold please. <laughs> and 
Um, it seemed like it was very likely that he consumed uh, an incredibly small amount. I'm talking like the ends of like a joint or two. And he was off his rocker. And this is a 75-pound, 80-pound dog. Yeah. <laughs> he so. was dribbling everywhere. Like, he had no control of his bladder. He, like, his head, he literally looked like a bobblehead. He was completely out of it and napped forever. Also, this happened on his first birthday to just, like, add on to the hilarity of it all. But... My partner and I were so worried about him. We like monitored him so closely. We both like hovered over him for hours to make sure he was okay. And after like two hours, it wore off and he was totally fine. But I can't imagine what it would have been like if he ate like a strong gummy or like something more concentrated. Like he had such a small amount. So yeah, keep that stuff away from your dog. It makes them pretty loopy and, uh, don't recommend. <laughs> I would have been so scared that it was something like um, neurology, like neuro, uh, neurological. His, thank you. Something in his brain. Neurological. That's what I thought. I was like, yeah. is is he having a, a like a, a stroke? Can dogs have strokes? Yeah, I think so. I was I was wondering if he was having a seizure or something because he's just like out of it, couldn't walk properly. So, luckily, the vet 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 tech whoever answers the phone at the emergency vet they knew right away so it was clearly not the first person who called with that experience and they were so great about it they just told me to monitor him they're like you do not have to bring him in he's totally safe just watch him and unless he like goes into like a coma uh he's fine yeah which is the total opposite reaction they gave me when I told them about my experience (laughs) yeah Absolutely. So yeah, cannabis, keep your cannabis products away from your pets in safe containers. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, Anyways, on on. to the next. (laughs) We've got a pretty big one that is uh, very popular, I think. Um, This reminds Mm -hmm. me of all the girls I went to high school with for some reason. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> but it's essential oils. So um that's yeah, ingesting and, and topical and diffusers. So yeah. so this is an important one because I feel like a lot of people tout essential oils for holistic purposes. I mean, I use essential oils from time to time, whether it be like lavender for relaxing or whatever, but um some specific oils, I mean, keep in mind they are derived from plants, are 100% toxic to dogs. So you would never want to use those on your dog in any capacity, whether it be, you know, having them ingested or putting it on their skin or diffusing it in your home. So, I mean, in the what kind of in our research that we found, it looked like some of the big ones that are toxic were eucalyptus, tea tree, cinnamon, citrus, peppermint, pine, wintergreen. So keep that in mind. But I would say if you want to use essential oils for any reason on your dog for, let's say, holistic purposes, I'd be consulting with your vet to make sure it's safe um, because they're so concentrated. And if you don't know what you're working with, it could definitely cause damage. Yes. Yeah. And I heard that um, essential oils are even worse for cats than they are for dogs. You know that. Yeah. I actually got rid of my diffuser because I was like, I don't want to stress about what oils I can diffuse and what oils I can't. So I just mm-hmm. sold it or gave it away on marketplace or whatever. 
Um, okay, what's the next one, Kenz? Next one, we have something similar to essential oils. We have candles. So the reason a lot of candles can be toxic to our pets is the ingredients. So a lot of them are infused with essential oils. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, if that's burned into the air, then in large amounts, then that could be quite toxic to our animals. Um not only that, but candles, obviously, they have a flame. <laughs> so yeah. that goes without saying. A lot of them do have flames. Uh, so that can be dangerous in itself. Um, you have a bulldozer of a dog like me. Yeah, the tails I can just picture just swiping off the table. Oh um, yeah, but just uh, looking to the ingredients before purchasing, um, there are a couple uh, companies that do sell market pet safe um mm-hmm. candles i'm not sure if that's just like a marketing strategy but it works because i would buy it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i would say yeah look into the ingredients um make sure they seem safe for your pet i mean i have candles in my home i um but mine are that's the difference is they're made so the ones i buy are made with fragrance oils versus essential oils and i think that's one of the big differences don't quote me on that but i feel like fragrance oils are often safer than essential oils maybe just if you're curious uh, there's a million articles online about it so have a read through um the next one oh my goodness it's a big one and it's a huge I feel like since COVID I don't know Justine definitely you've (laughs) dove into this I'm so bad for this one so this one's house plants yep uh, <laughs> I have probably like a hundred house plants, and they're not all pet safe. So, a couple of things to consider when you're buying house plants and you have pets. So, I have a question: What makes a house plant toxic to pets? Is it ingesting it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm. Sh- yeah. Okay, because like that always that it was always curious. Um, I'm building a garden in my backyard, and I always wondered like what is considered pet safe versus not. Is it just like if they eat it? My dogs don't eat anything except apparently dark chocolate covered coffee beans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess I should never say never. But um, yeah, okay, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, so I would say the biggest considerations for plants. Um, so I started with pet safe plants. That was uh, kind of how I started my collection. And then I realized that this was back when I only had a cat. He showed zero interest in my plants. Like he never ate them ever. So I was like, well, if he's not going to eat them, then that's fine. Like I'll just get whatever plants. Um, and since we've had Marshall, we've just been really strict with training, training him to stay away from the plants. And I am also conscious of where I put them. So if I do have plants that I know aren't safe for pets, I put them on higher shelves where they're out of reach. Um, and my pet safe plants are, you know, closer to the ground and maybe more at head level of Marshall or Gerald so that if they did eat them, they wouldn't be, um, hurt or sick or whatever. In trouble. Yeah. So I would say by rule, most houseplants are toxic to animals in some capacity. Um, But there are a few like off the top of my head that are totally safe. Um, Some of the ones that come to mind are prayer plants, spider plants, parlor palms, um, African violets, a lot of ferns. There's so many varieties of ferns, so definitely check. But 
Some ferns also kudos to you if you can keep a fern alive because I can't <laughs> to save my life. Um, and then also many herbs. So a lot of herbs are also totally pet safe. So yeah, make sure you look into it if you've got pets or dogs that like to eat plants. Um, but many of them are toxic. Yeah, I feel like um, my TikTok and my Pinterest and my um, even my Facebook is just becoming more and more plant-based. I'm growing my small collection of plants as well. And uh, yeah, it's just always something on the back of my head. But yeah, never say never. Who knows? Fingers crossed that my dogs never eat it, but you never know. So that was a lot of information. <laughs> I think what we'll do right now is we'll take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll chat about uh, one more thing, which is what we can find outside that can be harmful to our pets. And uh, we'll uh, talk about that when we come back. Welcome back to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with Justina McKenzie. And before we wrap up today, we are going to talk about a few things that you should look for outside um, to make sure you're keeping your dogs safe. So, Kens, what do we want to think of, especially in the winter? De-icing salts, big one. So that is uh, for not only ingesting, we don't want our... <laughs> pets to yeah. eat it <laughs> but also even just for the uh, your pet's paws so I think well I know a lot of dog owners are already aware of this but yeah de-icing de salts can be very harmful and painful to our pet's paws there's a lot of boots on the market there's a lot of um, bombs like pet uh, paw bombs on the market yes. that help save our pet's paws so that's something to think about and um, now that we're coming into summer thank everything that summer is coming so bad um, we've got pesticides so I know there's a lot of uh, grass eaters out there a lot of dogs that enjoy <laughs> being cows and um, we just have to be uh, aware of pesticides on lawns so um, if you feel that your dog has eaten something and isn't feeling well I know a big symptom is throwing up um, just call your vet Yes. Pesticides on lawns. Some own lawn, like homeowners are courteous enough to put like a little sign on their lawn that will say if they've used any pesticides. And that's really nice when I see that. I know that I like won't let Marshall go near their lawn, um, which is nice. Um, but you don't always know that and people don't always put up signage. So I personally just want to let my dog eat grass at all <laughs> just yeah. to be safe. He also doesn't really try, but you've got a grass eater just be careful all right and I think that's it anything else we need to watch out for outside or is that all cars <laughs> yes watch out for cars and garbage does anybody else's dog want to eat every piece of garbage on the street because my dog does and it's 
super annoying. Thankfully not. I've got a goose poop eater though, which is <laughs> not good. That can lead to many different um, infections. A friend of mine, her dog had to go to the vet twice last year because of it. So watch out for goose poop. Marshall and I almost got stomped by two geese who were standing on top of Talese the other day and I literally had to walk like 20 feet away from Talese because I literally thought they were going to swoop down and murder us. Yeah, they're scary. Geese are awful. Anyways, on that note, before we wrap up today, Mackenzie, what should dog owners do if they think their dog might have ingested or come into contact with one of the things we chatted about today? Well, first thing, call your vet. Um, call your vet, explain the situation. Depending on the time of day. Exactly. That's what I was leading <laughs> into. It, depending on the, the time of day, aka it's 7 a.m. on a Saturday morning and your vet is not open, mm-hmm. um, call the Emergency Veterinary Clinic of Waterloo Region. That's on Maple Grove Drive uh, in Sports World area. Yeah, I've had nothing but great experiences with them. And in my experience, they... They'll only make you come in if they really do think you need to come in. They're they're not out to to get your money. Like they only want, they're very busy. They just want you to come in if they do really think your dog needs immediate attention. And otherwise, they'll advise you on ways to keep your dog safe until you can get them to the regular vet on, you know, during regular business hours. So highly, highly recommend them. Thank you, everybody, for listening to today's episode. And uh, we hope that this episode will help you keep your dogs even more safe than I know that you're already keeping them. So till next time. Bye. Welcome back to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast. I'm on a wrap. <laughs> Which now is dead.